All right. Hello. Listen, no think kidding. about this. You're waking up with Sarah and Vinny. I love it. Alice at 97.3. Uh, today's um, Celebrate Scientists Day. Oh. I do like to think about all the things we have in our lives because of science. And just because of smart people in general. Just, you know, most of us would have never stumbled upon electricity. You know, stumbled upon it, yeah. Right? I mean, even like, you know, to think beyond going to get water from the river. Oh, like we could direct that over, you know. That's just smart people. Thanks for everything, guys. Uh, celebrate Scientist Day today. On this day, we note scientific contributions from the past and present. And we look forward to some of that future stuff. Come on, bring it on. Bring on the future. We also applaud the achievements of scientists in helping to make our lives easier. Thanks to them, we know more about the world around us. And we're working it. They help save lives, protect the environment, cure diseases, and learn about planets far, far away from ours. Thanks, science. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Hmm. Uh, Alice is. We're back in Disney World. Back, back in the Disney World. Nice. They're celebrating a hundred years of Disney. I'm not sure exactly what the what the anniversary is. Maybe it's like the very first Mickey Mouse cartoon, Mortimer Mouse, or whatever he was called. Maybe. Uh, but it's a hundred years this year. Of, of all things Disney, and they're celebrating big time at Disneyland. And I'm sure at Disney World, too, but, you know, we're going to send you to Disneyland. So all you have to do is listen for the code words. We're doing them at 9.05 and 5.05. So Sarah and Vinny have one at 9.05. Janie O has one at 5.05. You get the text word, sorry, you get the code word, and you text the word to 20357, which is our contest text number. You do that by the end of the hour, and you'll have a chance to win a four-pack of two-day, one-park-per-day Disneyland Resort tickets. And you'll be in the running for the grand prize vacation to the Disneyland Resort, including a two-night hotel stay and three-day, one-park-per-day tickets. What do you want to bet Janie's going to go down there and broadcast? And that's a little jealous. Oh, a little God. bit jealous about that. She's so lucky sometimes. I know. She gets all the good stuff. Well, it comes through her. So she's like she's like the filter. Like, oh, I'm right. keeping that one. That's Toss that me. one. Toss Thank that one you. over to Sarah one and Vinny. Here's some stuff for them. Uh, the Walt Disney Company marks its 100th anniversary on October 16th, 2023. They're celebrating a 100 years of storytelling and shared memories. So they don't say specifically what their first like foray into the world of entertainment was. I, w- I bet well, it was one of those old timey, you know. Uh, yeah, I think cartoons. the first thing is widely known as that the bunny ear looking guy, which I think you call the Mortimer. I, I don't. Is it Mortimer Mouse? Was it a mouse? I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. I feel like we've talked about this before. But anyway, hundred year anniversary on October sixteenth, so it's a big year for them. Cool. Good yeah, year and to it's, go. a, it's a good, great year to go, and it's a it's a big deal. And plus, I mean. Man, our listeners—they just—and and really, everyone—they we can't get enough. Give us all things Disney at all times, even Disney Plus. My God, that's so great. <laughs> yeah, it. it is. You know, it we've is. taken trips to Disneyland in the last—I don't know—handful of years, and every one of them has been perfect. It's just perfect, amazing. like just yep. incredibly perfect. Like really, really, you leave and you go. When do trips live up to their your hopes? Not always, but yeah. Disneyland, they do. They just do it right. Like, those places mm-hmm. are, it's clean, it's organized, it's incredible in every way. Mm-hmm. I actually really love the landscaping down there at, I mean, which is a weird thing to, 
They they planted with an eye to the future, and now that's just you know there's big trees and beautiful gardens that you walk through. They, they you know what the thing they didn't do at Disneyland, which I think had to do with just population size, is that place gets bottleneck crowded. Like it's it's I can when confirm did, when they did California Adventure, they went okay, make every lane three times as wide. Uh-huh. Like, make it so that people can can walk and give lots of walking and standing room because, man, Main Street is like, wow, they're going to do a... Pr- we can't even be in the street. we got to be on this sidewalk watching this thing. It's it's difficult. But, I, you know, they... That's that's also one of the things that's sort of charming about Disneyland is that it's... It feels like an older park and yet it's beautifully maintained and incredibly cool. All right, blah, 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 blah. Do love Disney. You know, I'm, um, I miss those days. Like, I really enjoy those, Vin. We used to go all the time with the boys, and they just... I mean, California Adventure was their thing. They had these, like, rope swings and all these cool, you know... There's, like, an adventure park kind of place. and They don't just, have that anymore that I know of. Oh, really? It's uh, sort of on the walk back to the Grand Californian. You can get... Oh, you know the, what? Like, yes, they do. stuff. Yeah. I had to go get in line for the... What's the ride that I was raving about recently? Oh, the California, the, zooming over California, flying over, yeah, it's not Cali- called oh, that flying anymore, over the world, right? Whatever that's called, that that ride. I went and got in line, and they were on the tree swing or whatever that thing you just talked about was. Okay, yeah. and then they mm. came and just jumped right in line. Okay, let's go. I'm like, All right, we're ready. You. We gotta right. Oh. Thanks for waiting in line for us, Dad. Uh-huh. The anniversary is of the two brothers that founded the company in 1923. Oh, yeah, Walt and Roy. Walt and Roy. What happened to Roy? I know, right? That's what I was thinking. So Roy, this is a funny story. When I was a right. little boy, uh, my my good friend Jason Raymond and his dad, they were like, his dad was a sailor. And his dad goes, we're going to go see a sailing movie by Roy Disney, the, the guy who's from Disneyland. And I was, I heard Disneyland. Let's go. It was a sailing movie. Like, oh. really. It. Like there was no Mickey, there was no nobody. But Roy is a, a big, Disney flick. No, right. Roy's a big sailor. I don't know why that he wasn't more involved and known, widely known. Does it say there? Oh no! I'm, well, he didn't want to mess around there. with cartoons. He wanted to, to talk about sailing. Maybe he got a little money, and he was just like, you know what, I want to do only sail. Well, sailing is a, if it's a considered a sport, it's a sport for people with bank. Yeah, it, you're it not cheap. doing that, and you know. Yeah. Anyway, trash me. All right. Uh, just a few sort of, you know, bits and bobs from the Oscars this year. So last year, they I think they had like 16.4 million viewers, and a lot of that was after it started trending on Twitter that Chris Rock had just got bitch slapped by Will mm. Smith, and then people went what no, and went over and started watching so because that was up like 50 percent, and of course the pandemic just decimated no one was going to movies you know so we would you could stream stuff but people just weren't interested in the oscars the way that they wanted them to be in 2021 um in 2022 that's when the slap happened and uh, they did get a significant bump and this year it did attract 18.7 million viewers up uh they say 12 percent from last year Okay. So good for them. I guess we were all waiting to hear the jokes that Jimmy Kimmel would tell about the slap or see what, you know, when things go wrong, P- 
people go, oh, no. But the but some people realize that that's like the best thing that could happen. Mm. You know, people don't want anything to go wrong on their wedding day. But I think that when things go wrong at a wedding, now it's a memorable wedding. Like weddings. Okay. You know, what I really want to see is the, you know, the bride to face plant or, or <laughs> you know, not get hurt, but to have that happen in the dress, my you know, everything's so elegant. My mom did wedding, so she, she did. had that covered. She, yep. she fell down a stair and somehow body slammed. Thanks, I, Andy. Somebody's got to do it. I think that I, I'll never forget your wedding. Just, I loved that sand thing that you guys did as a family. I thought that was beautiful. We um, still have that thing. Weirdly, I expected that thing to be shaken up or spilled by now, and it's still sitting in a spot, so... It's such a cool thing, like, you know, f- when you guys have been married for 40 years or w- however long, you'll look at that thing and you'll know that you guys and you're, like, you had to help little little baby pour in the, it, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, yeah, don't ever drop that or mix it up because then it's wow. just a jar of sand. <laughs> now it's the layers of your lives all coming together in one place. It That's represents beautiful. your entire marriage, your family. What do they say about people with kids? They say things like, oh, this is why we can't have nice things. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know that that's going to make it, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> where, do you, where do you keep that? It must have been on your mantelpiece before, but you don't really... Do you have a mantelpiece anymore? Uh, it's upstairs on a shelf. It's, oh. it's in a spot that shouldn't be a problem. But as I just pointed out, there's a lot of things where you go, how'd you make... How'd you do that? And the kid looks up and goes, I don't know. Mm, great. <laughs> it just happened. <sighs> so the Oscars, 18.7 million viewers. They had good. a good year. Um, by now, everybody's had a laugh at Polly Shore's expense about how his two Encino Man co-stars, <laughs> Brendan Fraser and uh, Kei Hui, yeah, Hui Kwan, are now Oscar winners. So Polly is butt sore over this. Like he actually had to make, he made a statement about it. Oh. And it's kind of funny, but also a little, kind of endearing too. Like poor Polly, you know, Polly's a guy. And then he later in life he took over like his mom's comedy club or something. He's doing oh, right, some, right mm-hmm. in L.A. Yeah, it's like Miss Boom Boom's Kazoom. She or well, I don't I don't know the club name, but she was apparently Betsy a really Bootsy. influential person at a, at the comedy club or yeah. one of those clubs that she she ran. Bootsy and that's McGill. how he got his start because he grew up in those clubs. But right. uh, I didn't I know. Her. I never heard that he took over. Did she pass away or something? She did. Yeah, oh, I believe Mitzi, so. Mitzi Shore. But the comedy club you're talking about is a comedy store, I think, right? Oh, I thought I had. Yeah, that's some, it. I thought I had some fun name. It's just the comedy store. It's not Bootsy McGillicuddy. <laughs> that would be great, okay. wouldn't it? I don't know. Anyway, so he's bummed. I guess that people are getting in his face like, so you're the only loser. Uh, Polly says he's not made of stone. He says, we love to hate people when they're, uh, we love to hate on people when they're on top. People want to smash me down. And they did. I was always nice to everyone. Always cool. I put my heart into all my films. Human beings have feelings. It's not like selling real estate. Uh, For the record, he says he's happy for his former co-stars. Of course he did. You got to. You, you pretty much have to, or you he just so, so bitter. Stuff. That's terrible. He does say he's ready to jump back into the game if someone wants to take a chance on him. I haven't seen him in years. Uh, by the way, very nice person. He came on the show a couple times. I like and him a lot, and that's was a, a weird thing to say, but I didn't. 
I didn't care about his comedy as, or I didn't watch him on MTV. I know he had his day for sure. Sure, absolutely. But, but meeting him, he was really nice. I liked him. Very nice. Just an outgoing, sweet person who I thought was a, a good listener and a great interview. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's happy for his co-stars. He wants to jump back in the game. Someone wants to take a chance. He says, someone out there will say, you know what? We're going to do something you wouldn't expect. We'll put Polly in this role that no one would expect. That's where my heart is. Mm. I would love someone to take a chance. How funny would it be? To, I mean, yeah, take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. So Chris Rock, where did he uh, spend the Oscars? Well, it's kind of a weird story. <laughs> um, he was in Miami and he went to a viewing party for the 95th Annual Academy Awards on Sunday. And it was a surprise that he attended. Um, it's, a, it's sort of a mystery what this is. The bash was held by Xeomin Aesthetic. X-E-O-M-I-N Aesthetic. It's apparently like it's a Botox party. <laughs> it's, oh. a, it's an injection used to help lessen frown lines between your eyebrows. I'm not sure if it's like the... The, the not Botox, the something else, less dangerous than Botox. I don't know what this thing is, but they had some, it was a pharma party is what it was. So it's at some fancy bar and it, and uh, apparently Whitney Cummings is, she's a comedian. She's a part of this whole thing and th- this pharma Zeoman aesthetic and he show, she's on standing on the bar with a mic, yelling and screaming to everybody in the crowd, and t- hauling on her drink, and just ah, swearing and being uh, loud. And she spots Chris Rock. And she's like, oh, my God, Chris and Rock is in the house. And me, so he kind of <laughs> hustles away from this, like, uh-oh. <laughs> there she is yelling, and everyone goes, oh, yes? Oh, really? Let's slap that guy. Let's uh, so he's all. <laughs> that was going on on a Sunday night, huh? Sunday night, yep. Wow. She's yelling okay. into a microphone, down in a drink, and wildly different lives. Yeah, I know. <laughs> really, really different. Yep. You know that seems like a paid gig to me. That's you know I don't know why oh, Chris Rock was there, but she was for her, hosting that. That looks like a personal appearance. Absolutely. I hope they paid her well because that's a weird thing to be doing. She's not an old lady. No. Although, then again, what am I saying? People, I know a ton of young people who are already doing Botox, so there's a ton of it. There is. Not only is everyone doing that, but, uh, you know, for her to be hosting this party, they say the corporate gig is where it's at for these, for touring bands, for, uh, for touring comedians. You get hired, you get paid a ton of money, and she clearly was hosting and decided, you know where I should be is up on that bar with a microphone. Let's Let's do that. And why not? Well. She's 40, so she's, she's okay, fine. Get some Botox. I don't know. No, I, I'm, I, I really do want to take that back because, honestly, I've been at parties with just the friends that we have, and they start talking about it, and it's five out of ten women there are like, oh, yeah, my forehead. Oh, yeah, my yeah. under my eyes. Oh, yeah. You go, oh, oh, okay. I think it might be too late for me, but I kind of do wish I'd done it because I do have some pretty gnarly too late between... I don't know. I mean, can it re- these are like, they seem etched in. I feel like... We don't eh. see anything, Sarah. Well, they look great. There they are. Oh, well, you didn't need to do well, that's that. that's because you're s- trying to squint. Eh, whatever. 
Whatever. That's, you know. It's like part of me is like, you should do that. And the other part of me is like, ah. I'm pretty sure Christina wants to do it. She hasn't yet, but I, I, I bet she's going to do it. I feel like it's a slippery slope. And, and I will say, you remember that time I had to show my butt to the dermatologist? Lucky. That was so fun. I loved yeah, that no. show. Oh my God, it was great. Um, so I went in there because I had like a rash and she's mm-hmm. a dermatologist. That's A rash in her butt or? No. Oh. Nope, a rash on my arm. I'm not sure why my butt got looked at. Oh, just well, she had to check fantastic. your temperature among other things. I mean, that's mm-hmm. an important, okay. yeah. you know. It's always the first stop, the butt. You know. Yeah. Anyway, I went in there to get my rash looked at and she, it was mask time. It was, you know, in the middle of the pandemic, this was going on. So she has her mask on and she says to me, you know, we've, you let know, me ask you a question. Can you feel this? How about this? And one more. Nope. Thank you, ma'am. May I have that wasn't the question. <laughs> no. But she goes, I don't know how old she is, but, you know, older. And she has her mask on because it's COVID time. And she says, uh-huh. you know, we've, you've never seen my face. So here's what I look like. And she's sitting whatever far away from me. Oh. She pulls it down and she's got, had all the stuff. Like all the filler and the naso oh. labial folds and, and just, you know, has that look. You know the look. Mm. And her lips are plump and juicy looking. I don't know, you know. I mean, I wasn't trying to kiss her or anything, but I did think they were inviting. And just no lie, you know, she looks great, but she looks like she's, she's a dermatologist. Or, and I, I don't I guess she offers this stuff. And even in that moment, I thought, is she offering, is she telling me I need Botox? Like, what is she showing, why is she showing me this? Is she looking at my face going, oh, hon, let's. Well, I don't think that let's at stick all a few i actually think in. that that's a way to you know build trust with someone you should see what i you know we should know each mm-hmm. other beyond the mask as i'm gonna spank your bottom for a few minutes okay, here okay it's true i yeah. guess i should, you know a proper introduction is always important right. before you I just bend I someone think... over to look at their ass and spank it yeah, it's right intimate. Turn ah, so fun I gotta check your butt and see if the stuff from your arm is <laughs> yeah, and you know, way I, down. I hate that it does become like it escalates because I do think that I've no I well someone we used to work with has gotten some stuff done and it looked good. And then it's just continued to increase and increase and she's an incredibly Addicted. great jock. But the the work is has taken over the face. Like it, uh, I don't. It's she's unrecognizable, oh, really. Who could this be? Who could it be? Doesn't matter. Matters a little. No. Nah. But I, I'm afraid that I would go in for Botox and they'd go, "Listen, I know you're just here for Botox between your eyes, but I could do. Let me just do a little bit. I think you really like it." And then I can picture myself going, that F it. And then the next thing you know, I'm like, oh, this part's starting to sag. Let me get back in there. Oh, can you do something about my chicken neck? Like, what can we... I just don't want to. I don't want to be the person that's going... Well, telling you you have to. It's just, it's there. I think people more and more are doing it, is all I was trying to say. No, you're... Well, you're not wrong about that. That is for sure. Let's do this. Let's go. Wake up every morning with Sarah and Vinny. What in the hell? Alice at 97.3. The Radio Alice Report. 
What's up, everyone? This Alice Report is brought to you by the Sarah and Vinny Facebook page. Everything oh. we talk about on the show goes up at the Sarah and Vinny Facebook page. It's the perfect resource for choosing your next movie or show. Make sure to stay updated on the latest celebrity trash and news stories by checking out our Facebook page. Delightful. Thank like, you. Like. All right, here's what's happening. First of all, it's coming down pretty good at my house. This Me is too. the time when the atmospheric river that they speak, they've spoken to us about is supposed to be hitting. So all right. we'll see how, how heavy this gets. Hopefully you're not out driving in it. And if you are, standing water... Take it easy. S- slides. You know, there's a lot of possibilities out there during these storms. So go slow. Take it easy. There you go. All right. So here's what's happening. As the show's resident drunk, I am for oh. sure torn by this next story because it's how I sort of uh, it's how I sort of got my my come up. And yet. It's wrong. I mean, it is wrong, right? Here's the story. Uh, Well, yeah, let's... uh, hmm. More than 130 people were cited in California on Saturday for buying alcohol for minors. Oh. Oh. Why why on that day were there so many? Or is this just a normal number? Because there was a sting. Because they got some kids working with the police to do the old, Hey, mister, will you buy me some beer? Oh. And 130 dudes were rounded up. They call That's it a shoulder tap entrapment. operation. Well, I, I mean, it. like, look, like I said, I did this as a young man. It was the way we got booze. It was how it worked. You'd stand right. in front of the grocery store. And as soon as and it was usually you kind of could tell who was going to do it and who wasn't. <laughs> And so you, you know, you ask the construction guy and he'd be like, well, yeah, you got to get me a 12 or two. And we'd be like, okay, you got it, bud. Done. Anyway, during the operation, a minor under supervision of law enforcement stands outside of a liquor store or a convenience store and asks customers, hey, will you buy me some booze? The minor actually indicates, too, that they can't do it for themselves. They're underage. Hey, I'm not old enough. Mm. I can't get beer for myself, but could you? If the adult agrees to purchase alcohol for the underage person, boom, busted. But couldn't they just say, listen, I was just going to steal this puke's money. I wasn't going to buy him any alcohol. He's underage. Like, do they have to wait for them to actually buy the alcohol in order to have fully entrapped them? Because this is what this is, entrapment. Mm-hmm. They're they're on one hand. Look, I do think I'm with you. I feel like, well, that guy's just, you know. But on the other hand, giving booze to kids is stupid. It just yeah. is. Like that's don't just dumb. I mean, I, honestly, I don't want to incriminate myself or my friends, but we didn't always get a designated driver, if you know what I mean. So, right. you know, the person who bought us booze, I, I'm not saying I would never blame them for the mistake I made or someone else made, but they're part of the chain there in some way, they shape, They weren't part form. of the... They didn't help the situation, no. that's for sure. So right. this guy looks like he has purchased a, what looks like a 12-pack of Heineken. Oh, there it is. Okay, so yeah, they did make them finish the job before they were busted. Oh man, stop that! That just the penalty seem... for furnishing alcohol to a minor is a thousand dollar fine, 
and 24 hours of community service. Oh, just like that. You don't have to go to you don't have to go to court. They just say, "We saw it. It happened. It's documented and please well, show up at the Y at 8 a.m. Monday." I imagine that uh, if you want to fight something like that, you can. Mm. There's probably court dates that they're willing to. But otherwise, I think most people would go, what do I got to do? All right, let right. me do that. Mm. Um, anyway. I don't like that. Sting operation. So now mm. you know. I, that's not something. I didn't even think people did that anymore. And I've, I personally have never been asked. Oh. And if I'd have seen me when I was my age, I would ask me. Oh, this guy. I don't you know. know what I mean, you got a little bit of a resting bitch face. Maybe they're uh, like, "Well, yeah, that guy looks true. mean." Maybe that guy's mean. Right. Maybe uh, no one's ever asked me ever, and not that yeah. I, I would. No wouldn't one's asked do me it. either. I don't. I don't believe. Oh, uh, maybe. I don't think so, though. Alex has bought savvy. a ton of beer for people, though. Look at him. He's smiling. I used to do the same thing you did and got beer, but I never. I think maybe I looked too young. Oh, so they're like, oh, he might not even be able to buy oh, beer either. Uh, you know, so yeah. Brand, you've done it. Again. No, but I've been asked. When I was oh. young, I wasn't really an alcoholic. I didn't. You weren't I, an alcoholic yet? I see. I had, yeah, when I, he was I had, young. Well, yeah. I didn't like alcohol, I should say, when I was younger right. I, at all. Really. So people go, he was more likely to be out in front of the meth store. I was a weed guy. Oh, the but, weed store. Um, <laughs> I have been asked. <laughs> I have been asked by, by some derelicts. And, and they were like teens. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I just kept, I, I guess if. They seemed nicer. Maybe I would have stopped. But I was like, nah, man. Nah, I just kept walking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I saw that story. Ask nicely, son. Yeah. Next time, ask me a little more nicely. Be a little more polite, and maybe I'll do it for you. Not this time, though. There's a list of things that used to be common but are now known to be dangerous. And initially, you might hear this and think, what could that be? Well, lead paint. We've all heard about lead paint. Mm, leaded sure. gas those are yeah. all banned you hear people who buy old houses they have to consider oh, yeah. what's been right. put on these walls and how to safely get it out of there or right. cover it or deal with it you know does this have things on it like kids riding in the back of pickup trucks mm. no because that nope. was common like yeah, we would just get common. in my dad's pickup truck in the back there were only two seats up front and even if it was pouring rain that's where we had to be Look, the way our society has changed before our eyes from the 70s to now is kind of miraculous because I also remember not only sitting in the back of the truck on freeway drives, but I do remember them taking bumps and bouncing us. Yeah. Bumps, like, <laughs> 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 speed bumps, kids. <laughs> that is fun. A dad wouldn't anybody think twice would, about it. Like, yeah. now, no way. Are you kidding? You know that the, you know, Corky's mom and dad are going to find out. They're going to be at your uh, front door in two yeah, minutes. For, what were it. you doing to my kid? Along with CPS to take them away. Right. Yeah. What about um, things like bike? Like, did you ever wear a bike helmet growing up? Mm. Other than, I guess, maybe when you were racing, your BMX You know what? Bikes? I had bike helmets because I raced BMX, but otherwise, no. Not, absolutely not. No, yeah, we, we used never to do... were. We, that's how we got around. I was on those bikes. Right. We would ride we're... them barefoot and, you know, <laughs> with <barefoot>. no... <sighs> Helmets, that's just, it was summer, man. With us. When we were, when I was a little boy, they were building the city I lived in. So there was a ton of construction. Like, I, it's indescribable, really. It's just, right. every, there was construction Block after everywhere. block after block. They were right. grading all of these, 
they were going to build subdivisions and they had to grade these all these grades that you'd see we would just jump off of like that was part of a daily ride was launching you know six five six feet down and making the landing and the stuff we did daily was ridiculous and no never a helmet not once Mm. but no i'll give you here's the list here's some of the stuff chemically made colors with arsenic pigments i've never heard of that is that what happened to the to M and M's? Weren't the red M and M's taken out because they had it was like red dye number five? Or yeah, something, something or? like that. Yep. Buildings and household appliances that contained asbestos. Oh yeah, sure. Talc in baby powder and cosmetic powders that have been linked to cancer. Teflon in nonstick cookware. These are things that used to be normal. Yeah. And are now known to be dangerous. Teflon is on the list in nonstick cookware, which has cancer-causing chemicals. The primary concern is a chemical called... Oh, I did not just walk myself to that wall, did I? I did. Do it. Perfluorotenoic perf- uh, acid, which uh, was used to make Teflon until 2013. Oh. I can't say it. Whatever it is. Mm. Science teachers used to use Science. liquid mercury in school experiments. Yes. Oh, you remember that? I do. I didn't mercury is so cool because it just rolls around. Like you'd have it in a Petri dish or, or whatever, and it's just, it rolls. It's like a little ball. But then if you touch it, you know, it gets on you. And then you lick it off your fingers, and you're like, oh, it'll be fine. Kidding. You're not supposed to do that. But yeah, we, it rolls around. So it's like the coolest. Is it an element? Is mercury an element? It's the coolest element. I love it. It's also dangerous. Yes. But quite. anyway, uh, cars only started requiring seatbelts in 1966. And in some states, it took decades for seatbelts to become law. Also, car seats for babies didn't become mainstream until the 80s. Oh, my God. The 80s. So that means you weren't, you know, by a certain age, you and I weren't being put in car seats. We yeah. were just. And seatbelts. Those in never the back. happened. Right. I remember sitting up front, my dad would make me put, and it was, by the way, a lap belt. Yep. So your head was still going to fully smack the uh, the, the front there. Uh This list of things that uh, used to be common but are now known to be super dangerous concludes with two here that I never hitchhiked. I definitely did all kinds of dangerous stuff, but I never stood on the side of a road with my thumb out. Right. They say that 50 years ago, that was a common way to get around. People would walk out onto the street, put a thumb out, and get where they needed. That was the Uber. Go my the way. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And also, then ciggies are on the list. Yeah. While people knew cigarettes weren't good for you, it's only been about 20 years since people were stopped from smoking indoors, at restaurants, bars, venues, and more. When I moved out here in 97... It was like a breath of fresh air. I, you just you you didn't even realize because then I went home like some Christmas or something. I went back to the East Coast and went in and, and people were smoking in restaurants. Like in California, it was not happening indoors long before other places because I was like, oh my god, this is horrible. And and I'd grown up with it, but it was so noticeable and awful. Ugh, indoor smoking. My parents both smoked indoors all the time. Just sat the ashtrays on every table. Here's the crazy thing: your dad quit. Yeah. And your mom continued to smoke right in yes. front of him. Like, yep. That's crazy that he pulled that off. If, if anything, you'd think he'd be like, oh, bleep it. Why try? Right. 
this lady's basically smoking for me and blowing it right <laughs> in my face. Yeah, he quit when he was 40, and that was it. Crazy. Our text number is 800-400-3697. Here's a few of the things you guys had to say. Where's Sarah's pants around her ankles during the conversation with the dermatologist? Oh, Sarah? were, sorry. Were Sarah's pants around? Were, were your pants oh. already off when you were talking to the dermatologist? No, I was, because I came in to have my arm looked at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't even think I got, I didn't get into a hospital, Johnny, or anything. I just was there, and I kind of pulled my sleeve up, and she, she like, I, I mean, honestly, I look back on it and think, what, why didn't I just say, there's no way in hell I'm showing, I'm pulling my pants down in here. That's well, not happening. Right. Why did she have to look at my ass? Well, let me just see between your cheeks. Give me a second, and I'll let right. you know what's going on here. Oh, my God. I don't know how that happened to me. Dermatologist. Why does that always happen? It doesn't thing. matter what I go for. They're like, oh, we're going to do a rectal exam. Are we? Because <laughs> I'm here for my arm. They're the professionals, Sarah. <laughs> Trust us. We yes. need to see between no. your cheeks. You're not, they, she didn't look between my cheeks, Vinny, for the record. She just had to get a look at my glorious ass, I guess. Jesus. Well, I don't understand how. Really how could good. I? I mean, now at this point, I think everybody wants a look. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Swagger butt. I got swagger butt. Get up! What? You're waking up with Sarah and Vinny. Oh my God! What could be better than that? Alice at 97.3. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife Abby, my sister Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts.